This is for the others out there, the other ambitious people who want to play at a higher level in their life. It's time to get curious and get real. Join me, and together, let's find the others. Oh, hello, friends. Happy Wednesday, and welcome back to another episode of Find the Others podcast, a special episode, the last episode of 2021. Wow, what a year it's been, and uh, it's it's pretty cool to think that um, this has been a full year of podcasting for me, 2021. Beginning in 2021, I was already doing the podcasting, and ending 2021, we're doing the podcasting, so a full year, which is pretty cool, so I'm grateful for you listening right now, yes, you, because you're listening which motivates me and inspires me more than anything to keep going. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope you are enjoying this holiday season, this holiday time, and getting ready for an epic new year. 2022, let's go. Who's in on 22? I'm in on 22. I'm stoked for 22. And I just keep thinking the better it gets, the better it gets. So here's to 22 being an even better and better and better year. So I wanted to share with you today the New Year's reflection process that I do every single year, and it updates and changes a little bit. So I'm just sharing with you how I create some space and time to review my 2021. It's always important, I think, to for people are very quick to jump to set New Year's resolutions. But if you don't review 2021 first, the year before, then you really don't have a solid foundation to set goals or um, or achieve uh, or create lists for things that you want to achieve or get done. Um, because you got to know where we've been in order to have clarity on where we're going. So that's why I always like to start. And I think that more importantly than setting goals for 22 or setting, um, any focus is reviewing 2021 (laughs) because through that, there's so much clarity that comes. I find every single time there's so much clarity that comes from reviewing the year And naturally through that process, I find that intentions and goals really set themselves because I'm able to see how I've been acting and then I build on there because it's not really like, okay, cool, you're a completely new person now that it's now that the calendar has changed on some arbitrary date, everything is new and it's a fresh start. That's pretty nice and cool, but that's not quite the way that we work as human beings because we're habit uh, habit based creatures, comfort creatures. So we will only be able to build on where we're currently at. So it's important to take a very real look at where we're currently at and where we've been so that we can understand the trajectory that we're on and then we can influence and shift the trajectory from there. So that's the purpose of and why I'm a big fan of reviewing the year before you start focusing on the following year. So basically, I wanted to share the two exercises that I do for my New Year's reflection and just some some thoughts around this for you as you're doing it. This is a great week to do it. There's typically a, a bit of a slowdown between Christmas and New Year's where hopefully you can find some time to create some time, I should say. We never can find time. There's never enough time to find time, but create some time and space for reflection. Create some time and space for, for dreaming of how you want 2022 to go. So that's the first and foremost thing is I recommend everybody listening, create, if you haven't already, create the time and space. I did this a couple of weeks ago. Um, create that time to step away from the day to day. It doesn't have to even be a full day, just a couple hour window, an afternoon or a morning 
push off some calls that you have or or take a half day off. A lot of people are take time off already or have time off of work this week. So use some of that time, invest some of that time into this, because when you can create the time and space for this, you're going to get so much value out of this. But what you put in is what you're going to get out 100 percent. So firstly, create the time for this, light a candle, get some music, and you can use the exercises that I'm going to give you here as a guide if you want. And there's plenty of other great resources online. I'll include those in the show notes, and you can actually make a copy of the exercise that I go through, a, a copy of that Google Doc that I have, so that you can just use it for yourself. If you want, take what works, leave the rest, totally up to you, but hopefully it can be a resource. So the first thing that I like to start with is a monthly review, and this takes a lot of time. It can take as much time as you want it to take, but I really dive in deep. So what I do is I take my, I look back at my, um, my, my camera roll to start. I look at my camera roll. I get out my, my journal from the year, any journal entries that I have and any notes that I have from, from different takeaways or things like that. And I go through and I recount all the highlights, the takeaways, the lessons learned, the noteworthy things that went down throughout the year in 2021. And I do it month by month. And it's really cool to do it month by month because you can kind of see the, there's a certain ebb and a flow to the year when you look at it month by month and you can really see how much happens in a year when you break it down this way. So I go month by month starting January all the way to December and I just put bullet points of the things that happened or the things that I was feeling or the lessons learned or the takeaways or the challenges that I had. And, and you start to build this colorful uh, story that you're telling, that you told, that you lived, that you created throughout this year. And I like to be fun with this. So I take all the bullet points and then I'll go and I'll, I'll create a title for that month, a theme for that that can sum up that month, a theme that sums up that takeaway or that creates that uh, the vibe for that month. So uh, and I like to do shout big shout out to the TV show Friends, one of my favorite shows. And I, I like to name each month like an episode of Friends where I say uh, the one where if you watch Friends, you know, every episode is like the one where. Ross does XYZ. So the one where XYZ for your life. So uh, December, for example, for me was the one full of love, life and death because my grandfather passed away. There was um, two weddings that I went to. There was an engagement uh, proposal uh, that I shot. I shot the engagement proposal. So uh, there was like a lot of life and there was a lot of different travel and adventures. So there was so much life and love and death that went on in December. So that one was titled for me, December, the one full of life, love and death. And, and that kind of beautifully sums up to me that, uh, that month. So that's an example. And I, I love this exercise so much. And it's so fun to go through your camera roll on your phone just to see and, and notice like, some months, there was a lot of things that were going on. I look at my calendar too, because I pretty much live out of my calendar. But you see some months, there was so much going on. You were all over the place. And some months, there weren't. And you can kind of see and compare the different flows of those things and the different arc throughout your year and how that happened. So it's really cool just to get that and to chronicle that. So now I've got probably four or five years I can go back and I can see month by month of my yearly recap, which is really cool. And I know that for sure, as I continue to get older and I'm 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years down the line, it's going to be even cooler to be able to go look back and be like, what did I like 2021? What happened in that year? And be able to have that all just on hand is super sweet. So I'm pumped for that. I'm pumped to leave that as a legacy. Think about, think about how cool it would be, you know, for your, if you could go back and see your parents, you know, the, a year in review for your parents one day or your grandparents. So think about leaving a legacy for this, to be able to leave this as a gift for your kids and your kids' kids. 
So I, I love I love um, chronicling my year like this. So that's the first exercise, the one where we reviewed 2021, it's called. Now, the second exercise is called 2021 Wrapped. Now, I always think that if Spotify does a 2021 wrapped, you know, your year wrapped, your music wrapped, and it shows you your highlights and the takeaways of the of your year and who your top artists were, and it does all that analytics for you, then we should probably do one for our life for the year. So uh, included in 2021 wrapped are just 10 pretty simple but powerful questions when you can really sit with them and and expand on them to to kind of put a nice bow and wrap together uh, your 2021 and kind of sum it up in 10, 10 responses. Now I'm also going to include a great article that has amazing list of a bunch more questions. So that's in the document as well. So if you want to expand more, if you're vibing with that and you want to expand more and you want some more reflection questions, 1000%, I suggest doing it. It's a great article. Shout out to my friend, Alex Starr, who um, shared me this article uh, a while ago. So uh, you can check that out and just to, to pose yourself certain questions. Some of the questions are like my biggest win, the biggest obstacle I faced, the most unexpected thing that happened in 2021. Uh, if I could give myself advice at the start of 2021, the the best investment I made in 2021. So those are an example of some of the some of the questions that you'll be responding to in the 2021 wrap. So those are the two those are the two exercises I do. I keep it simple. Uh, but again, what you put in is what you get out. So if you really create that space for it, you're going to get a lot out of it, and you'll notice what kind of comes up. Now, that's great. Now, I do want to touch briefly on thinking about the new year and thinking about 2022 vision, goal, focus, planning. And this changes every year for me as well. So I just want to kind of pose this thought to you as you start start thinking about 2022. Thinking about a framework that I've been using that has been very helpful and I've been sharing with some friends as well is think about the different the different buckets of your life that you want to focus on. What are the different buckets that you want to pour your energy into? So I think about it this way. We only have so much finite energy to be able to give. There's only 24 hours in the day. There's only so much focus that we can give to certain things. So I think about it that way. It's like if I am if I am that source of energy, where are the different buckets or areas of focus that I want to allocate that energy to? Where do I want to pour myself into this year? So for me, I've come up with five different buckets that I want to pour myself into. And you can create, uh, and, and I'm going to purposely leave this a bit open-ended so that you can you can put, you can create which buckets that you want. There's some, there's some examples if you want, like, you know, typically you can have career as a bucket, or maybe there's a couple buckets that you're focusing on. If there's different projects, uh, typically you could have health and wellness as a bucket. If there's certain things that you want to pour yourself into there or things you want to accomplish there. So I, I like the five buckets, uh, or however many buckets could be two buckets, three buckets, uh, probably no more than five buckets that I recommend. Otherwise you start spreading yourself too thin. So somewhere between two to five buckets of, of, uh, that you want to pour your focus into or areas of focus. So I would, I would start to think about that. And naturally as you go through your 2021 reflection and why this is really useful is because you can see where you actually put your focus in through there. You can see what you'd spent your time doing. It's one thing to have an idea of it. It's another thing to, to actually look at the data. Like the data doesn't lie. We can tell ourselves these stories, but then we actually look at what we did and it can tell a diff completely different story. That's why it's great to get real with ourselves for a sec and look at how we actually did spend the year. And that can help inform us for this next year. So think about, uh, that's why I like going through that first, because the, the as soon as I went through that exercise, the two exercises, then the five buckets that I wanted to create, like they pretty much just came up right away. And it was a simple, just simple kind of journaling, a stream of consciousness, just letting, letting the pen flow for a second, which really helped bring that all together. So 
when you're thinking about the new year, think about where you want to invest your energy and what you want to focus into. So I also, I also like to think about, um, begin with the end in mind. And this is from a quote from Stephen Covey in seven habits of highly effective people. It's one of the habits, which is begin with the end in mind. So I like to think about a visualization I like to do every single year is put myself in the shoes of future Joshua, uh, a, a year from now. So thinking about, I like this week for whatever reason, this week, uh, the holiday week of Christmas and new years. So I like to put myself in my shoes and think about, okay, let's say that it's 2022, it's December 28th or 29th, 2022. I'm wrapping up the year. I'm doing my reflection for the next year for 2023. What do I want to be reflecting on? Like, what am I stoked? What am I celebrating? How am I feeling? What are the emotions? What are the intentions? How am I invested my time? What am I, what's top of mind for me? What am I excited about? So I like to daydream a little bit about that. So that's what I like to call the, you know, the, the daydreaming. So, so think about that and I'll, I'll leave that prompt for you to think about uh, as you're working through these different buckets and as you're thinking about what, 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 what does a successful year look like for you? How would you define success in 2022 by virtue of how you're feeling at the end of 2022? What would make 2022 feel like a uh, heck yeah, fist pumping, stoked, we are ready to roll into 2023 and 2022 was the best year yet. So I like to future pace that and look back and reflect because the answers seem to come a little bit easier when you can consult your future self. So that is, that's how I like to think about the 2022 planning. So I'm going to leave you with that. And then the, the, the last piece of advice that I want to leave you with, which probably makes the biggest difference and very on brand and on theme with find the others is find other people that you can have these conversations with. It's one thing to do this reflection on your own. It's another thing to get a friend in on with you, a friend, a lover, a partner, um, a coworker, whatever. Get someone in on it with you. Either share this podcast with them or share the, the document with them. Um, if you really want to do that, go for it. But at the very least, ask your friends, hey, what are you thinking for 2022? Like, what's your intention? What's your goals? Like, what, what are you what are you vibing on? Where What are you going to be focusing on? What's your area of focus? What are you thinking about for 2022? Pose that question and ask them and share with them yours. Uh, I'm so grateful to have several people that have asked me and are curious, hey, how are you thinking about 2022? Like, what are you what are you planning to focus on for 2022? And, I, and I'm, I'm always stoked to be able to share that with them because every time that I share that with them, it becomes more real for me. It reinforces that for me. It becomes my reality. And I, and I now have uh, the enforcement and the support of others. And I have my the closest people around me that know what I'm focused on and they're going to support me to that. I think back to when I was living in Los Angeles with Chad, Danny, and Ryland, definitely check out all three of their podcasts. If you haven't listened to them on the show already. Uh, so Chad Sonkin, uh, Danny Hurley and, and Ryland Puzzatello. And when we were all living together and every single year, and this is right out of college, every single year we would set our goals together and we would share what our goals were with each other so that we could support each other on those goals. So we knew that when Ryland was studying a lot, we knew that his goal was to, to pass his level one CFA. And so we were going to support him on that and we were going to hold him down on that. And we weren't going to peer pressure him into coming out with us. Or when Chad was looking to get a new job and make moves, we were going to support, we were going to keep our eyes and ears open. And we were going to tell him when there was an opening and Every single thing worked out that way. Or when I was going to be running an Ironman triathlon, that they knew that I was going to be sacrificing some social life and some activities and drinking for a while. So it, it works so well. And to round out the fourth analogy example there, when Ryland wanted to do more photography, we all chipped in and bought him the first uh, the first month free for his 
his website for photography so he could start with that. And now he's got a full-fledged business, photography business. So uh, the whole point with that is when you have the people around you who are in on your goals and supporting you on your goals, it makes a world of a difference. They're going to help bring you opportunities. They're going to support you. They're going to know what you're doing. And that creates a community and a level of community that that brings such fulfillment. It brings such increased fortitude and commitment to your goals. And the science backs it. It helps you achieve your goals so much more. when When you actually can articulate and clarify your goals, you boost your percentage to increase, to actually hit those goals. I believe it's tenfold. I will double check on that for you, but it is an exponential amount. And then when you share and verbalize and articulate those goals with other people, it jumps up another multiple and it increases your chance of actually achieving that even more. So the the science and the data actually backs that as well. And you can see why, because it feels good. And you have support and it's not just you working on it. It's not just a you thing anymore. It's a we thing. It becomes a team thing. It becomes a team effort. So get the people around you, get on your goals. If you don't have those people, shoot me a message. I will be that person for you. I would love to hear what your goals are. I'd love to hear what you're focusing on and see what I can do to support you. So shoot me a message. If you have nobody that you want to share your goals with, but you want to share them with someone, I truly genuinely love to listen and support because of the people that have supported me and what that's done for my life. I just want to pay it forward and support other people as well. So that's my, uh, I'm going to end here on this episode a bit longer, uh, hump day hype than usual, but I wanted to dive deeper into the methodology of my new year reflection of, of my past year reflection and the intention and goal setting for the, the, the next year. So guys, ladies, gentlemen, I am stoked for 2022. I'm grateful to have you with me here and we are going in. We are hitting the gas pedal. We're going to start off strong. And when everybody peters out over their new year's resolutions, we're going to keep building those habits and, and keep strengthening that and keep becoming the people that we know we are meant to be. So I will share more with you on new year's resolutions and things like that in the new year and what I'm doing to create some sustainable change and identity change. But for now, I wish you nothing but the best beautiful start to your new year and may 2022 bring you all of the blessings, health, prosperity, love that you deserve, which is your birthright, which is a heck of a lot. So lots of love to you. Happy new year and 2022. Let's get it. Much love. 